Welcome to the Real Estate Trainer Podcast with your host, Brian Eisenhower. This podcast is brought to you by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. ICC provides customized and structured coaching and training programs for real estate agents and team leaders, representing many of the top producing agents in North America. ICC also offers broker and owner consulting on agents recruiting, training, and retention. For more info, visit EisenhowerCoaching.com or find us on Facebook. This is with only 100 new faces per year entering your SLI database, which means you're only adding two people a week. And you can see how that gross commission income increases over time. All you're doing is maintaining your annual database contact plan and slowly growing your SLI. Real estate is a game of touches. Okay. And we talked about mindshare, right? And when we talk about mindshare, we talked about how over a period of time, just like, you know, Bud Light or Coca-Cola, if we stay in front of people through different means of diversification through our annual database contact plan, whereby we're emailing, marketing, Facebook retargeting, direct messaging, mailing, all those wonderful, magical things. If we're doing all of that, we should be able to stay in front of people without harassing them because we're always coming from contribution. We're always trying to add value and we're not harassing people. So because of that, we should be in a scenario where we are always um, staying first of mind in a positive way to gain that mind share. Um, so it becomes this game of touches where we're trying to consistently stay in front of them throughout the year. And this is where most agents fall apart is they don't do a very good job of keeping it going. They might start the year all excited and motivated and stay on top of their annual database contact plan, but then they start getting some business and they get too busy and they get behind. They're like, hey, I'm too busy. I gotta take care of my clients first. This is what these people care about. It's my customer service or I gotta keep family life balance. So all this happens and we shut our marketing department down for a while while we handle our life and our, and our clients because we're so busy. And then that, well, our marketing department shut down. So we, after a while, we close all that business that had us too busy and it creates a gap in production because we stopped trying to market. So then we gotta work again and get all busy and stressed out again until we're busy again and we shut our marketing department down. So that real estate roller coaster of busy, not busy, busy, not busy, lead generate, don't lead generate, lead generate, don't lead generate. Close business, no business, close business, no business. That roller coaster persists and that's very, very stressful. So what do we have to do is we have to keep score and make sure we keep up with our annual database contact plan so that our business is more consistent and we can make confident moves with it, right? So I always, I use the tennis analogy, right? If you're keeping score, you play tennis a lot better. And, and this is what happens when you play tennis with someone, you get on a tennis court and you just start hitting the ball back and forth over the net. And it's fun. You just hit the ball back and forth over the net. And it goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it's fun. You, it's called, you know, volleying back and forth, or it's a rally, I think. Back and forth, back and forth. But then the minute you say, hey, let's play a game, let's keep score. And then you start keeping score in tennis. Next thing you know, the ball starts going across harder and faster and more of a straight line just over the net. You start placing it in the corners. You start running harder. You start trying harder because you're keeping score now. And that's what happens in real estate. You start trying harder if you keep score of the contacts you make in your annual database contact plan. 
which is why we use a scoreboard. It's why we use a CRM. It's why we track the number of contacts that we're making, because in order to you know finish out the week hard Thursday and Friday, we might know we need to make a bunch more contacts to get caught up. And that's the little motivational difference that helps us make those extra extra contacts. So we always want to play the numbers in real estate. Don't ever just go by what you feel like you want to do. Because once again, this is crazy town up here and you're the mayor of it. It is crazy how quickly you will make bad business decisions if you are not following some sort of plan. Okay. So keep track of how you're doing in staying up with your annual database contact plan. Okay, so numbers just to start with before we talk about the numbers I want you to track. Number 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 1. 33% of all newly licensed agents quit real estate after their first year. Number 2. 87% of agents leave the business within their first 5 years. 87% of licensed agents quit and don't make it to 5 years. That's 9 out of 10 almost. That's crazy. 89% of all transactions in the United States, this is just the United States, are handled by 11% of agents in the United States. That's pretty daunting. It's for those reasons. And they all quit for the same reasons. The 33% quit in the first year, 87% quit in the first five years, and 89% of agents are all battling for a small little 11% of the country's production. Why is there so much failure? It's always the same reason, take it from me. It's they don't have enough business. That's it. I've ran too many brokerages, coached too many agents, trained too many agents, thousands of them. And when people fail, it's always because they need to make a living. It's never because, man, I just couldn't provide good enough customer service or, or things like that. If they quit other than retirement, it was because they couldn't make enough income. They didn't make enough money. It wasn't steady enough income. It was, and so it has everything to do with how good and how much effort they put forth. And then I'd ask them the question, so how much time in the last month have you spent on activities that were designed to generate new income, not income you already have? And it was shocking. I don't mean showing property. That's income you already have. That's a lead you've already generated. You're just trying to convert it. I'm talking about trying to generate new leads. And most of them say next to nothing. So your biggest concern that causes you to quit is not have enough income. And you spend absolutely no time trying to do activities to generate income. And overwhelmingly, the answer is always yes. So that's why it's my life's mission to rectify that problem. That's why my whole company is built around trying to stop the failure rate in real estate. So we're trying to help you generate more income. And that's that's what that is. So all of our tracking and all of our systems need to be forced in that one direction to prevent those overwhelming numbers from consuming you and your business as well, too. Okay. So one of the things I, we told you before that we just mentioned, and I want to go into in a little bit more detail is for your annual database contact plan, we need to make a hundred contacts, right? And we're going to do that by a bunch of social media posts and stories and Facebook 1010 and some email marketing, some listing e-alerts, maybe client event contact invitations, uh, mailers, market updates, all these different ways you can make contacts. It's up to you how you're going to customize it, but we're going to make a hundred of them on every single member of our SOI database over the course of a year. Okay. Here's why the answer. Why is another number and it's lucky number seven. 
lucky number seven, okay? And number seven is extremely unique because of my ratio that we've worked with for many, many years, that for every seven people in your SOI database, you will receive one side of business from their production, okay? So for every seven people in their SOI database, you will receive a side, whether it be a buyer side or a seller side, okay? And that's more or less the focus here. So let me show you what that looks like, okay? So I'm going into my SOI workbook here. So you can see this seven to one conversion here, right? And we're gonna assume that your SOI database has, let's say 300 people in it, people that know who you are, who you know, okay? And let's say you make a hundred contacts of them over a year. And then you apply our seven to one conversion ratio, which means for 300 people, we divide it by seven transactions, which gives us rounded up to 43 closed transactions in one year from your referral database alone, okay? 43 closed transactions, because we took a seven to one conversion for every seven people in your database, you got one closed transaction, whether it be a buyer or seller side. So 300 divided by seven equals 43 closings. And this is where I wanna stop for a minute because a lot of you are gonna question this and say, wow, I don't believe you. And this is the part I really wanna make sure you understand you need to believe me. We've been doing this for a very, very long time. In fact, there's many other coaching companies and real estate training companies out there over the last 20, 30 years. They they predict similar numbers. There's many companies that say it should be a, you know, eight to one ratio. I've heard 10 to one. Um, in the Millionaire Real Estate Agent book, the MREA book by Gary Keller, he predicts uh, on a 33 touch database, which is 33 contacts a year, a 12 to two ratio, which if you simplify that ratio, it's a six to one. So, you know, you, so they do work. I mean, if people differ on how many contacts you need and what the exact ratio is and what types of contacts you should be making in your annual, annual database contact plan over the course of a year, but they're all pretty close to that. And, and we use the segment that we've coached and trained as well to get our numbers. And I know ours are accurate, but I, our numbers are never far off, but that doesn't mean it happens a lot. It often doesn't happen at all, but it's never because the numbers don't work. It's because the agent doesn't make a hundred contacts a year. If you don't make a hundred con, which is, which is hard to do. I mean, there's lots of reasons why an agent doesn't make a hundred contacts. Most agents don't keep up with their annual database plan. Heck, I'd say 80% of agents never even get their SOI database in their CRM together. I'd say another 50% of agents never even choose a CRM. They just stuck in decision and never even learn how to use their CRM, let alone decide on one to buy. They get stuck for years. But we could go on and on and on about all these things we need or have to have, and they all stop us. Well, I'm not gonna get my database together because I still gotta decide on that CRM. I've seen that paralyze many agents, if not the majority of them for decades. And they don't even realize it's happening. Why? This is crazy town and they are the mayor of it. They're making too many decisions. We need to create plans that do not allow us to make decisions. If you make a decision about whether you're gonna go to the gym or not, you're not gonna stay going to the gym for long. If you're gonna make decisions about your diet every day, pretty soon you're gonna make the wrong decision. You're gonna come off your diet. So you've gotta understand and be self-aware how the human brain works. It's not perfectly based in logic. That's for darn sure.
okay? So I've never seen this ratio not work out ever. It always works out. But 95% of the time minimum, agents don't do the 100 contacts, so it doesn't work out. So it's user error. It's not because the ratio doesn't work. You wonder, well, if it was this easy, wouldn't everybody do it? Well, it's just not that easy. <laughs> That's the thing. It's hard. <laughs> you got to call. If you got 300 people and I say you're going to call them twice a year, that's 600 phone calls you're going to make. You know, it's hard. You got to coordinate the client events. You got to do the text. You got to set up the CRM, set up the action plan. You got to do all this. That's not digging a ditch. In fact, it's probably easier than any job that you went to on a nine to five for a 40 hour work week. But it's just a lot harder when a boss is not going to fire you for not doing it. When you're your own boss, it's extremely hard. There's nothing hard about it. This is very easy work. You'd never, ever get a job working for another company that would be this easy on you. Telling you that you need to set up your database, get your SOI together, put them in a contact plan and spend one to two hours a day contacting them. You're never going to get a job that is that freaking easy. But for some reason, because you're working for yourself, it's extremely hard. So be self-aware of that. Don't make excuses and don't tell yourself you can't do this because it's very, very easy if you don't get in your own way. Most people get in their own way. Absolutely get in your own. They make too many decisions and they think about too many dumb things. They worry about their website, their business cards, all these other silly things, their CRMs, all that other stuff. And that all becomes their excuse for not doing the most important thing, which is build their book of business. Get their, get their income, okay? Uh, you know, this is, I mean, this is off a much lower price point than many of you are used to. It's based on like an average price of, you know, $250,000, but you can see how much 43 transactions math, mathematically applies to, even with that low of a purchase price. Um, you know, you'd be up at 600,000 plus if your average price was 500,000. This is a lot of income, okay? Again, this is why when I tell you the top agents are, generating the bulk of their business from their SOI. I absolutely mean it. That's where the best dollars are. You can, I mean, the, the amount of income that we can generate from this low hanging fruit is so often overlooked. It's, it's unbelievable. So because of that, I want to make sure that's why we always, always put their big business first, right? So as a backdrop to that, let me show you. I'm going to give you this this uh, this sheet to use. It's something we do with all of our coaches. You're starting to build it, right? We talk about how you measure up because we talked about, you know, in our last session, how you're trying to find and grow that SOI to get that number up. And we use an example of how you could get, you know, 43 closed transactions out of 300. Well, we want to grow that number, right? So because, you know, we could get, if we had 600 people, you know, in theory, we could get 86 closed transactions a year. And so every every amount of SOI we build, the, the more we build our book or business, the more that seven to one conversion rate takes effect and we generate more business from it. So that's why you always talk about the merit of an agent or anyone in sales is based upon the size and quality of that book of business. So again, we go through here and we start building this. This is a fillable form you can use. How many people in our SOI can we get from our strongest advocates? What are the different places, you know, how many people can we get from the different groups of people you know? 
like your phone contacts, your wedding lists, Facebook friends, church membership lists, et cetera, et cetera, HOA directories. All, then you got to start thinking about all the people that you put together that you can remember in your major sphere categories like clubs, organizations, sports, more distant relationships with friends and family, things like that. Professional service providers from that big list of people from your, from your vendor list. You know, that's your business service providers. Who do you know? So we add those numbers up and we get that total number. And that's the exercise we always want to be. And I'm going to give that to you. We always want to be trying to grow that number consistently, not just contacting it. We want to keep making it bigger and better. Okay. And we've got some scripts for you to download as well, too, um, that I'm sharing with you on different ways you can reach out to those people to get the rest of their contact information. I think I gave you some of those scripts in the last session as well, too. So you can constantly reach out to them um, over and over again and ask for their email address or their mailing address or things like that. So that way you can keep growing that SOI because you're going to hear me always say, yes, we got to stop. Yes, we always need to contact everyone and make our 100 contacts a year, which is the name of the game. That's where the bulk of your time is going to be spent. But you should also have some sort of concentrated goal on how to grow it at all times. So we always want to be building and growing our SOI database and always have goals around that and track how we're doing with those goals so that you constantly grow the number in your database as well too. So here's, you know, here's how that might look if I expand it in my workbook. So if we take a look over here, you can see, let's say we have a goal that every week we are going to try to meet five people. Now they could be people that we already know that we forgot about that we saw in the grocery store. Hey, Brian. Hey, Dave. Or they could be new people we met because we're trying to engage and join different groups. I love this as an idea of getting out and joining, you know, different groups like, you know, service community groups like Rotary or Lions Club or Kiwanis or different, you know, referral networking groups like BNI and things like that or working for charities and nonprofits. All, you know, a new age, especially if your complaint is I don't have a big enough SOI because I'm young or I'm new to an area, then man, you got to get out and start meeting people. So we got to get involved, you know, get in school PTAs, get involved in in different, you know, your kids, you know, parent groups and, and, and sports and maybe you play some sports or get involved in different ways you can network through your hobbies. All these different ways are different ways to meet people because you need to grow your business. And even if you are established with a big SOI, you're always going to be better served to grow it. So you set a goal around it. I'm going to add five new people to my SOI per week. We're going to say there's 50 weeks in a year because we're going to give you two weeks off. That means in a year, you'd add 250 people to your SOI database if you were consistent about it, right? Then if we apply the seven to one to it, that means you're going to get an additional 36 transactions from those new 250 people the following year. And we've seen how those dollar amounts matter, right? I mean, it becomes really, really powerful when you're doing that, okay? And you can see, I mean, I'll show you, you know, the growth pattern that's associated from not just contacting it, but continuing to grow the size of it gets highly motivated because you're actually building in your book of business, your SOI database, something that amounts to a tangible asset here. You know what I'm saying? You know, this is based off of a, you know, 3% commission rate and a very, very conservative sales price nationally of $250,000 on average. You can see as you grow the number in your SOI, 
with that seven to one ratio, as long as you make your 100 annual contacts a year, you can keep growing, okay? This is with only 100 new faces per year entering your SOI database, which means you're only adding two people a week. And you can see how that gross commission income increases over time. All you're doing is maintaining your annual database contact plan and slowly growing your SOI. It is hilarious how there are so many creative people in real estate that are unsuccessful because they want to think of new magic pills and they just can't stay consistent. They have to keep changing jobs, lead sources. And it is the very few successful agents that actually keep themselves focused and build a successful business like this. They don't keep jumping around. They don't keep trying to chase new shiny objects or looking for magic pills. They just stay focused and they just keep stacking and building. And it's really easy and they don't need to chase down all these cool things. I mean, honestly, tell my clients, stay off YouTube, stop looking for new ideas. You know what to do already. All those things are gonna do is just keep you from doing the one thing that all successful agents have in common. So that's why a consistent effort, if there's any metric you track, which I track this with all my agents, okay? Whether they be, you know, agents on a real estate team or agents, solo agents alike. I'll give you an example. I'm pulling up my old sample real estate team scoreboard right now. I'm gonna show you what this looks like. I mean, we have, and this is a really junky old clunky model, but you can see top teams, and this is, you know, a lot of high performing teams will use these. We track, the first two things I track is how many SOI contacts each agent is making per week and what their monthly goal is and how many annual contacts they're trying to make. And then how many new members they add, this is SOI growth. How many new people are they adding to their SOI database per week? What's their monthly goal? What's their annual goal? Then we can track a bunch of other stuff like open houses, lead follow-up tasks, listing appointments set, listings had, buyer set, buyer had, training. And I know you guys are all getting excited about that stuff because you're agents, which means there's a likelihood you will fail. <laughs> all I want you to focus on is these two. If, if you could just ignore all the other stuff and just do these two, you'd probably be the number one agent in your MLS. It's the other things that distract you that makes people not top producers. The top producers know how to focus on that database. They know how to invest in their marketing for that database. They don't think their way out of it. They don't get afraid. They don't get cautious. They just stay with that plan. They contact their database and they grow their database. So if there's one thing that we coach, it's trying to keep people focused. Now we coach all the other ways to get business. We coach all the online lead sources. We coach just about every different way you can generate new business from people you don't know. Don't get me wrong, but there's one caveat. We will not teach it to you or coach you on it unless you are maintaining and growing your SLI database. Those new sources will never be in lieu of that. We gotta have you grow that foundation because that's where more than 50 to 60% of your business must come from. It's the foundation of your business generation model there. So we gotta have it come from that angle. Um, so again, we've got more scripts for you guys on how to ask for referrals um, that I'm, um, that you guys can download here that I've shared with you. But that's basically the, in a nutshell, what I want you to do is I want you guys to focus on those two things. I want you to focus on your annual database contact plan. Like Jacob, get that thing set up, man. Get it planned out. Here's what I'm going to do. Input it in your CRM, program into action plans. Okay. 
then I want you to start growing your SOI database because you can see what type of impacts it has on your income if you just stay focused on that. And if you can stay focused on that and keep up with your annual database contact, then and only then have you earned the right to go jump into lower dollar producing activities because they're lower. I mean, why would you not go for the thing that has the highest conversion rate? You're not going to find a seven to one conversion rate anywhere in real estate. Nothing close to it. You're going to go out there and try all these different other sources of leads, whether you pay for them or, 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 or you just do a lot of uncomfortable activity to get them, which is fine. But the problem is you're going to, you're, if you do them and ignore your SOI activities, now we're being counterproductive. So that's why I want that first. I want you to start setting up those packages and those action plans in your CRM. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer Podcast, sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch Brian's training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or find us on social media. And remember, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you get the latest episodes as soon as they're available.